Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in, but the cream rise to the top for oh you. Yeah. In the Oaklawn Racing Casino and Resort Studios. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Here is David Basil, Roger Scott, and Justin Moore. Back in NFL Hall of Famer Dan Hampton, presented by Metro Towing and Recovery. You call, we haul. And by Central Termite and Pest Control, locally owned and operated since 1957. Live from Chicago, here is Dan Hampton. Good morning, Dan. Well, good morning, my Corculent friends, I, I I have to tell you, it's been a bad, bad week up here. The Bears are struggling to find answers, and unfortunately, it sounds like the same thing happened uh, over the course of this week in Vietnam. We yes. uh, we got to find a way to get uh, things turned around, and um, you guys have uh, have big trouble on the horizon. Obviously, LSU yep. Uh, yep. has always been one of those teams that. Uh, can field a uh, potential nat- national championship type talent week after uh, week after week, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll get to the Bears in a little bit, but uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are are looming at three thirty-five on Sunday afternoon for the Bears. So this is uh, hey, this is kind of like uh, you know crash week. For the, uh, for both yeah. Well, two things, Dan. First of all, uh, Rogers actually going to go to the game in Kansas City. How so about he, that, He's going to get to see your Bears, bears in, yeah. in, in person. Now, there was, before we get to the Razorbacks, there was, was a sort of, I guess it was a Wednesday, sort of a crazy day in Chicago where Justin Fields comes out and insinuates or basically says that he's, been, he's given, been given too much information and the coaches aren't doing a good job with him. And then two hours later, he comes back and, and you know, sort of you know, readjust that that statement, and then you have the defensive coordinator three weeks in the season resign for personal reasons, and sort of crazy day in Chicago. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to talk about that, I, I got to tell you, I've been around the team now for over forty years, and they it easily was one of the most bizarre days I've ever seen. You know, let, let's talk about the defensive coordinator real quick. All right, when, when Matt Eberflus was hired to coach the Bears last year, he was the coordinator, defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. He had been the coach over there for four years, been in the top ten every year, and there was, you know, there was evidence that, you know, he was a very astute and, and solid NFL coach. And everybody was Then he hired uh, Alan Williams to be the defensive coordinator. And I, I get it. A lot of times, you know, they, when you're the head coach, you want to be more concerned with the total picture, not just one side of the ball. I, I got it. But you see a lot of coaches, when they first get in the league, you know, they, hey, they run the offense, so they run the defense while they, you know, until they get kind of established. So that was kind of bizarre to me. Anyway, so the Bears have the worst defense in uh, their 102-year history last year, and there was no reason to say, hey, this guy's doing a great job bringing back, but, you know, here here we go into the year 2023 with Alan Williams, and we open with just, uh, you know, a, a, a horrible, horrible effort and, and a bad game plan against the Green Bay Packers. So, the next thing you know, we're getting ready to uh, go to Tampa Bay, and the word comes out that Alan Williams had to step away and for personal reasons, and he, he's not going to make the trip. All that being said, you know, you've seen that on occasion. Somebody's had a death in the family. Well, on Monday, then it's, uh, the head coach refused to talk about the fact that Alan Williams did step away and had to take personal time over the weekend, and he said he had no update, and then the next thing you know, the media was pushing on him, and, he, and they, they, out of the blue, they issued a uh, a, a uh, resignation from the defensive coordinator, who no one has yet seen. 
<laughs> so it, I, it, the whole thing was just bizarre, and and all that's playing behind the the fact that Justin Fields went to the media and did a mea culpa and said, "Yeah, I'm not playing good, but the coaches aren't coaching very good either." <laughs> yes, and I've never, you know, hey. I will tell you this: Justin Fields is, is a good kid with a, a lot of character. He's, you know, he's not one of those guys that's uh, always looking to put the blame on somebody else. <clears throat> All that being said, two hours later, he had to come back and basically, you know, uh, try to right the ship and say, "Look, I didn't mean to say the coaches aren't coaching good. I didn't mean to say they're doing this, they're doing that, they're putting me in the pocket, they're making me think about too many things. I'm becoming." robotic blah 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 and and how is this all going to shake out nobody knows but i will tell you this being around the nfl for a long time you get a team that you know that that that's not playing well they got the issues and uh this becomes kind of like a flashpoint and either the team gets a heck of a lot better and people realize hey nobody's coming there's no calvary coming to save us we got to you know play harder, we got to play lower, be more, you know, disruptive, more violent, and, and do what we got to do to try to find a way to win games, or they go the other way. We're going to find out Sunday, but in my mind, I didn't have a big problem with, with Justin saying what he said. I had a lot of issues with the uh, offensive coordinator. He called the same play in the same formation three plays in a row where the third play resulted in a big six middle screen that ended the game in Tampa. So these are things that, these are facts. They're not rumors. And, you know, Justin Fields is kind of, in, 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 a, in his own way, trying to buck the system a little bit and say, wait, 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 wait. Somebody needs to, you know, put a little blame on, on somebody else besides me. So let's see how it all shakes out. But all in all, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm, I, I, I think they need to have a little bit of an insurrection at uh, at. Uh, in Fayetteville and, and kind of get the Razorbacks off of this, this this going through the motions kind of football team that I've watched now for three weeks. Uh, we're visiting with Dan Hampton, brought to you by Metro Towing and Central Arkansas uh, Central Termite and Pest Control. Yeah, Dan, so you had you had a, a, a few things that were good for the Razorbacks last week, and then you had some bad things. Obviously, uh, you know, you came out pretty quickly, which was, a, you know, had not been the, the case the first two games. You came out fast start, boom, you have a 55-yard run by A.J. Green. Uh, good blocking, good running, and then all of a sudden right after that, you have an 88-yard punt return on special teams by Isaiah Satania. So you're thinking, okay. And then a BYU answers right back with 21 points, and it goes back and forth. And all of a sudden you get to that second half, you go up by 10, uh, and you're thinking, this thing's, you know, Arkansas's got it in control, and all of a sudden you don't make the fourth down. Uh, and, of course, a lot of fans have complained about the shotgun. And it's not just Arkansas. A lot of fans ask, why, you know, why run the shotgun when you can, you're just close to the line of scrimmage and just look KJ 6'3", 250. And, you know, of course, the answer could be, well, because we're not used to doing that. It, you could have a bad snap. But once, you, once they, they stop that fourth down, it seemed the momentum sort of shifted. And give BYU credit. They come back and win 38, you know, to 31. And Arkansas also had 14 flags throughout the game. Some of those were not good calls, but they did have a lot of penalties. Once again, you know, perseverance is an amazing quality. I don't know uh, if you ever had that with your football teams, but you got to give BYU credit. Yep. Hey, they, they took the first, you know, blow and was the storm that came back, and then they took the second one and withstood the storm and came back. Did you believe that they could do that? No. I watched this BYU team last year out in, what is it, Provo? And, yep. and, and, and they looked listless, and they did not seem to have that type of character. But this year, completely different. And you got to, you know, applaud that team. They came in and basically said, hey, we know it's not going to be easy, but we're going to stand in there. We're going to fight you all night. Unfortunately, the Hogs. We got sloppy. We got a little cavalier. And anytime, let's talk about the fourth and one. You know, part of the reason why the bear season was was a car wreck early on was the very first series of the, the NFL season, we come out, we get the third and one, and instead of going conventional offense with a quarterback under center and running a quarterback snake, we motion our tight end in. He gets behind the center. Green Bay was all over it, and they stopped him. And then we went forward on fourth and one. 
and didn't get it. Now Green Bay's got 40 yards away, and they drive it for a touchdown, and boom. You know, and we, no one's, you know, we haven't been able to call, uh, crawl out of the crash yet. All that being said, every offensive coordinator, and Danny, you know, you know and I was reading about how, you know, he had a slow start when he was here in his prior tenure that he was having a hard time getting things kind of cranked up, everybody on the same page, getting into rhythm, all that. Well, all these offensive coordinators, they're trying to impress their buddies. Who's the offensive coordinator at LSU or or at Alabama or Florida or wherever? And they're going to try to think outside the box and go for, you know, fourth and one from the shotgun. Oh, yeah, see, look how cool we are. You know, that's. That's like somebody, uh, you know, paying their their neighbor to take the trash out. Just do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> get up there, line up in conventional, and yeah, you may get a blow to the head to your quarterback, but at the end of the day, you gotta make that first down. And hey, when you start seeing teams doing it, and, and some some teams are ultra talented that are capable of doing that and making that look. We're not. We're not. We're, we're struggling on the offensive line. And I saw some of the changes they're trying to make. Now, I, I, is that going to be the answer? We know that LSU has got the best pass rush in the SEC. My gosh, we need to kind of have a little come to Jesus and try to just, you know, we don't need to redesign the, the, the wheel. We just need to put it on the ground and roll. Yeah, you know what's tough, Dan, and, and uh, again, this is, I think we've all sort of agreed, this is probably, the, it looks like right now this is the best team we're going to play the whole year. They look like the best team in the West. And so, it's just hard to hard to go anywhere here. You know, they've had spring practice in two days to find answers, and all of a sudden you're in week three, and you're looking around. What can we do? You know, you're talking about rolling out the pocket, you know, moving the pocket a little bit, and it just boy, it's just what's you usually you usually like doing this in two days or spring practice or whatever, not the third week of the season. So, you know, again, we go back to it. We've, we we you know beating a dead horse here. You got you've got young guys playing that probably should not be playing. They're good kids. They're going to be great players at some point, but they're freshmen, true freshmen, and redshirt freshmen, and even the seniors didn't play well last week. And so, now first of all, you know, it's, it's, it's a rivalry game to a certain degree. You know, it may not be the LSU, but, we, you know, we love to play hard against LSU. So, part of that's mental. I think you're right. I think there's an attitude you got to have. And then sometimes talent will ultimately will win no matter what. But, you know, this game is usually a competitive game no matter what, Dan, and, and hopefully Arkansas can go down there. This is a tough environment for your first away game. You know, normally we play this in November. We've never played this game in September in the 100-year history of this series. Normally we get these guys after they play Alabama. Normally we get them or day, or the day before Thanksgiving or day after Thanksgiving, rather. And so they're all fresh and ready and just a tough environment for these young guys who've never gone on the road to uh, to face for the first time. I agree. I agree. But, you know, real quick, back to offense. And, and you're, you're pointing out the fact that the hooker crook, and, and, and see, this is what's crazy. You know, Sam Pittman was the offensive line coach when Enos was here right. eight years ago, whatever it was. And now, obviously, as the head coach, you would think that that would be, if I was the head coach of an NFL, the defensive line would be like my my pet. Yeah, sure. You bet. And I would give special interest and and if anything that would be my calling card. I'd say oh, I've got all these uh, you know, great pass rushers and and all that. And and unfortunately for whatever reason we haven't seen that. We haven't seen the offensive line come to fruition be a staple or even a dominant part of this Razorback program. All that being said you remember when, uh, you know, after the 911 attack, we all heard, oh, the uh, the terrorists only have to be right one time, and we, we have to be right every time, you know, stopping them. And, well, right. it, on offense and defense, it's almost the same way. The offense needs to figure out how they can avoid mistakes, lost yardage plays, turnovers, all those. They, they need to minimize all that stuff. Yep. And, and unfortunately, it looks like the offense – has gotten so, I don't want to say scatterbrained, but we're not into a rhythm. And the best offense is, you know, you saw a little bit of that last night if you watched some of the Thursday night uh, football yeah. uh, the NFL. The, the, the 49ers, uh, it, it, they are so well coached yep, on offense. They are. They're like impressive. Machine. 
hey, you stop the counter trap, then they're going to come back with the boot out the back door. They're, whatever you do to stop them, they're going to go and, and, and uh, expose you in, in another area. And if you're stopping, uh, you know, the, 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 the slant over the middle, then they're going to start wearing you out on the deep post. And, 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 and we haven't developed that type of, what I call a game plan. You know, anybody can call plays. There's a million plays. You know, uh, X slant, backside, uh, you know, quarterback, row, blah, But it's it, it's a, a game plan, a systematic execution of a series of plays that exposes a defense. We have not seen that from Danny Enos. We've just seen kind of a grab back thing. And if you've ever, you ever needed it, this is where you need it on the road against a superior opponent. And we know. That LSU has, you know, been one of those teams capable of beating anybody at any time. So, you know, let's hope that somehow, some way, we can minimize our exposure along the offensive line, throw the ball quicker, keep the quarterback from getting, you know, ransacked in the pocket, and hopefully, you know, getting the rocket back is going to help the offense a lot. Thanks to Metro Towing and Central uh, Termite and Pest Control for sponsoring Dan each week. All right, Roger. Roger writes down every time you give us your locks. So, uh, right. what are I, now? Listen, you know, Dan, they've got the Oakland Sports has got me and Roger doing picks uh, for their on their app, and so I feel like we're trying to raise our game in the wagering area. So, give me give me your opinion. What what can we count on this weekend? All right, let's see. What was I last week, Roger? I had Buffalo as my lock. Correct. That's right. That's right. And you nailed it. Uh, you, you came very close to the score as well. You had Buffalo. Uh, you gave us a couple of them there. I, I'm, I'm old school, Dan. I had my piece of paper out, and I, and I did it. You had Buffalo. That was your lock. All right. This week, and this is this has been, you know, kind of a, a, a weird shakeout. Uh, third week of the NFL where I think we're going to see a, some strange scores. But my lock this week is the Tennessee Titans, and I'll tell you why. They're going into Cleveland. Cleveland just got through playing, you know, uh, one of its, uh, its, its arch rivals in the Bengals. They're kind of on a downside. Deshaun Watson is not the same player. People in Cleveland are, are just on the verge of, you know, saying, hey, enough's enough. He's next to last in the NFL, throwing the football. He's 31st out of 32 quarterbacks. And their running back, Nick Chubb, is now gone with a, a – the knee injury. Uh, so I'm looking for the Tennessee Titans getting some points, going in to Cleveland and upsetting the Browns. All right. Well, yeah. wonderful. I like the confidence. Well, Dan, let's hope maybe that when we talk next uh, next week that uh, Hogs will get down there and, and give their best performance of the year. That's what it's going to take. And uh, all you can do at this point is get better and better. I mean, that's all you can do, Dan. Work hard in practice. Work hard in the weight room. Uh, and try to progress as a team and, and, and individual player, man. There's nothing else to do at this point. Hey, I like what you said. Each individual player has to take it upon himself to be better. We know that last week was unacceptable. They've got to realize that. But, but all that being said, you got to remember it's a long season. Yep. Somehow, some way, you find a way to win this one. Hey, things start to make sense, and everybody starts coming together. So I, I, I'm excited about it. Can't wait. We'll see you next week. Go Hogs. Go Hogs. Go Hogs. There he is. Dan Hanson. Listen, he covered it all. Did Casey win last week? KC won last they week. They won last yeah. week. Yeah, that's right. So he nailed them all, and he covered uh, uh, on the other ones. So he had Dallas, Buffalo, and KC, so yeah. he had that one. Cle- uh, he did he say Cleveland played uh, Cincinnati last week. Cleveland played Pittsburgh on Monday night and lost that game. Yeah, Cleveland played Cincinnati the fr- get week the one. previous Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. The battle of Ohio. The battle of Ohio. The defensive score. Uh, let's, let's take a break. We'll get to Mark May here in a minute. We're, we are seeing your messages come in. And so uh, somebody says here, Tom Brady made a career of getting those fourth down, uh, fourth and ones. The quarterback said he did. He was an expert at doing that, and he knew it was important. And we're so used to going out of the shotgun, not just us, the whole team. I think Brian Kelly said the other day, we are a shotgun team. That's what we're used to doing. I know it best, but I know. Like you you're also that. I think with that's the two-point two conversion, point. you, you got to practice it yeah. some I just to think, get yeah. it ready. I just think it's a higher percentage move to be under center. Uh, it's a higher percentage move, and I'm not an analytics guy. I think you, you, some, some, we, some we, may we, tend to agree that analytics may be a lazy way of coaching. <laughs> well, we've, 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 I think we've missed the last four thousand, three, four thousand we've gone for. Maybe I could be wrong on Rod, that. Rod, are you saying throw that book out of there? 
Get rid of the throw, book. Throw the book out. <laughs> throw the analytics book out. Let me see some coaching going on. Or somebody go, no, coach, no. Hold Have on. Some feel. Have Let, some feel. You for know the what? Game. Let's go ahead and use the play that we work on at least once or twice. Every practice, that's our two-point conversion. Yeah, yeah. That's just me. Let's go, Coach, Coach Roger. Well, Coach Roger. Listen, I'm a gambler, <laughs> and I'm taking Dan's bet this week. That's good. If Dan's lock is his lock, that's my lock, too. After Mark May, I'll tell you what my picks are officially on the Oklahoma Sports app. See if you agree with that. Look, I'm look trying to help you. I'm trying to help you win some money. Listen, he's going to help you win some money. I promise you, because he's killing it right hey, now, and folks. And when you see his picture on the app, you're going to go, "Oh my gosh, pass for the Heisman!" And if I, <laughs> and if I get the thumbs up from Josh, the kid, the kid, he, listen, he's I'm a gambler right over there. Boys. I'm hot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's see. He's supplementing his income this way. <laughs> All right, seven twenty-six here in morning, ma'am. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Sports All four Division One teams in the state of Arkansas are in action this weekend. One final already. Alabama A&M topped Arkansas Pine Bluff last night, 31-24 in a close contest. This weekend now, three more games, all at 6 p.m. It'll be the Arkansas Razorbacks taking on the LSU Tigers, who are ranked number 12 in the country. That one's at 6 o'clock tomorrow night on ESPN and right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Then Arkansas State will look to make it back-to-back wins when they host Southern Miss at 6 o'clock. You can catch that one on 106.7 Buzz 2. And then finally, UCA host Abilene Christian at home in Conway, 6 p.m. for that one. You can watch it on ESPN+. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center with Channel 7's Melinda Mayo. Our rain chance is going back up to 40% for today. The rain and clouds will keep us a little bit cooler with a high around 84. And the showers should wrap up this evening. Then mostly dry through Saturday, but good rain chances back Sunday. From the Channel 7 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Melinda Mayo. Today's special at the Riverfront Steakhouse in the Wyndham Hotel. Dinner for two for $60. Split a 10-ounce filet, fried shrimp, and our famous salad bar. Where there's Razorback football, there's the First Security Bank Fifth Quarter Post Game Show. Join Randy Rainwater, Marcus Elliott, and Trey Schaap after each Razorback game right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Listen in as they interview players and coaches and discuss each week's outcome. Get inside the huddle and the locker room with 103.7 The Buzz, bringing you all the information you want to know. It's the First Security Bank Fifth Quarter Post Game Show, brought to you in part by Ortho, Arkansas, and Rainwater, Holton Sexton. Come visit Oakland's newest family-friendly sports theme experience, the Mainline Sports Bar, located in the Oakland Racing Grandstand. Enter the restaurant through the casino or the doors from Central Avenue on the racing side. Watch your favorite game on one of over 90 large-screen TVs and wager in the all-new sportsbook area. Try your hand at axe throwing or challenge your friends to a game of shuffleboard. The Mainline Sports Bar also features three top golf swing suites, offering simulated golf, baseball, hockey, soccer, and so much more. Feed your appetite with wings nachos, and all your favorite sports bar selections. Whether it's watching the games or playing the games, we invite you to experience sports like never before. Headliner Entertainment is heating up as well at Oakland. Shows coming to the Oakland stage this fall, Marcus King on October 27th, Blues Traveler November 17th, and Tom Segura December 7th. Tom Segura sold out his first show at Oakland, so if you want tickets, you better go get them now for the second show. Tickets on sale now at Oakland.com. Oakland, Arkansas. Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Randy Rainwater here for Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy. Are you looking for a Kubota, zero-turn mower, tractor, excavator, or track loader? Stop by Hennard's and let them help you pick what meets your specific need. Selling and servicing Kubota equipment since 1991. Stop and see my friends at Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy or call 501-268-1987. Hennard's Foothills Equipment, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. 
The Grove Hunting Club in Jefferson County has over 12,000 acres of waterfowl hunting just a short hour away from Winter Rock. The Grove recently added a new pro shop and four bedrooms to their 13,000 square foot main lodge. The main also has a custom walker room. The Grove added four new private cabins for couples, or you can stay in the second lodge that's 1,800 square feet. Book your next hunting trip at The Grove. Call 870-692-3221 or email thegrovehuntingclub at gmail.com. This is Miss Arkansas Corey Keller, and you're listening to Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Bus. The live fan <laughs> feedback is rolling in. <laughs> it's time once again for College Football Talk with Mark May, sponsored by Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's grocery needs, and by Dugan's Pub. You're home for daily lunch specials and weekday happy hour. Now, former Pitt Panther and Washington Redskin great, Mark May. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Baz. What's going on? Not much, buddy. You know, I was just telling Roger during the break that uh, this is the uh, this is always the anniversary game of when your name was. Uh, Mitchell by by Houston Nut at the uh, at the end of the triple overtime. You know it's funny that will always be a historical marker to show y'all's prominence uh, on that show uh, with you and Reese Davis and Coach Schultz. What's the name? What was the name of it? Verdict. Uh, what was the name of it again? Uh, uh, the final verdict. Final verdict. Yeah. And so uh, yep. <laughs> anyway, it is LSU Arkansas week, which is always a. It usually has been a, obviously a competitive game for the most part. There have been a couple blowouts since we've started the boot 28 years ago. Uh, but uh, what did you see from BYU? What was your takeaway from the BYU Arkansas game? I text you right after the right after the, yep. the game started when yep. it was fourteen nothing. I'm yep. like looking at it, and say, hey, the running game's going, special yep. teams has got it going. It's fourteen nothing. Here we go. Then all of a sudden, it just went backwards, particularly in the fourth quarter. You know, they had the lead in the second half, and they just imploded in the, in the late in the third and the fourth quarter, and were outscored seventeen to nothing. You can't continue to have penalties like that. The fourteen penalties, and then turn the ball over with the fumbles by KJ. That just can't happen. I was I was impressed with the running game because that's what they said they wanted to do was get the running game running. They rushed for over one hundred and seventy yards. And, and and that's something that they can hang their hat on, but the penalties and the mistakes and just getting beat at the line of scrimmage just can't happen. And, you know, BYU's a, a, a decent team, but they're not as good as an LSU football team. And this LSU football team has been a different team since the second half of Florida State when they just imploded. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, although, the, Mark, going back to the running game, you know, you take off that 55-yard run, you got 120 the rest of the game. So, you know, again, we've talked about this. It's no surprise. Don't want to beat a dead horse here. Just the offensive line struggles. Uh, you got young guys in there playing. And even your, your senior leadership did not have a good game, especially in the second half. Another thing that Sam Pittman brought up was is having hand issues, and he said three of his guys have hand issues, hand injuries on the offensive line. And, and of course, nowadays these guys they're able to be taught to use their hands because it's legal. And now it's a disadvantage if you can't uh, use your hands. So, uh, you know, what was it like for you when you played? If you did, you ever have a hand injury that uh, caused a challenge for you? I just had broken fingers and dislocated fingers, but that's something you've got to play with as an offensive lineman. That with the hand issues. I used to use a speed bag all the time for, with, with boxing mm-hmm. to get my quick hands because when defensive linemen used to come in and try to grab your jersey, you swat their hands down or swat their hands up to get them off your jersey, and then you punch and you just grab the numbers. And it was a legal grab area when I played, so that's where you could do it, just grab them between the numbers, yep. which it still is today. But So players like that, you just have to tape your fingers up. And I was one of the first players in the NFL in the offensive line that started wearing gloves all the time. Huh. Because once you get your hands cut early in training camp, they never heal throughout the season. So I just started wearing gloves, and all the other guys around me were like, yeah, that makes sense. And it's like, why wouldn't it make sense? It's like, you know, you're beating your hands up against a helmet and shoulder pads sure. and a 280, 290-pound, 300-pound line, lineman. So you want to protect your hands because once they're cut, you're going to have that cut the entire season. So you might as well do do the right things first. I know you have uh, – you're uh, six foot six, and so I know I've seen your hands before. You've got long fingers. I think, though, Roger – uh, that uh, the guy who has the craziest hands and fingers of anybody that we've seen, Mark, is Dan Hampton. It looks like a road map. They're, they're turning all kind of different directions. Uh, and it's a violent game on the hands for sure. It definitely is. And that, that's part of the game of the trenches. And that's why you see a lot of guys, when you watch the Bosa's in the NFL, those are some of the great masters of using their hands as a defensive lineman. And that's all they practice now. The defensive linemen, when you look at when they go to practice, they've got one drill where they just use hand drills. Slap the hands down, get it around. Slap the hands down, slap up. Slap the hands, rip. 
And that's the way the game is now. It's not that physical brute run game where you've got a guy that just comes off the edge like a Lawrence Taylor and just tries to run you over. We're visiting with the College Football Hall of Famer, uh, Mark May, brought to you by Edwards Food Giant and Dugan's Pub. We appreciate them. You know, Mark, I haven't been the most positive about this game Saturday. I'm concerned. I just think we're going to really, really struggle um, with LSU. I just think it's LSU now after the second half of FSU is a determined focused football team and obviously we have some issues and do you do you see do you see hope for us down there? Do you think it'll be competitive game? Do you think we just sort of outmatched this year? Unfortunately it looks like you're outmatched because just the way that LSU's playing, I think Brian Kelly, the way that he turned around, they struggled a little bit against Grambling, but last week against Mississippi State, they turned it on on both sides of the ball. They got the quarterback four times in four sacks and held them less than 100 yards rushing. And Jaden Daniels got things together. That's yeah. one thing with this offense. They're very potent with this offense, not just running the ball. He's been so efficient throwing the ball. He completed over 88% of his passes in his last game, and he's just been on fire the entire season. Out of his 95 passes, he's completed 70 passes, and he's only got one interception and eight touchdowns. So he's somebody that's going to be difficult for the defense to contain and handle. And I was just impressed with the way that they could go down deep with the football, throwing the football. And if you look at Malik Neighbors, their wide receiver, he had a huge game last week. He was the offensive player of the week in the SEC with the 13 catches. And that's somebody that the defense is going to have to control. If you look at BYU, they don't have the speed even close to an LSU. And they don't have the physicality that LSU has. So now you're, we talked about it last week. Once you get in the conference play, it's a different ballgame. Uh, let's look at some of the other big games. I am uh, doing my uh, picks officially. Roger and I are for Oakland Sports App. And so one of the games I'm loading up on, I think the clock strikes midnight uh, for Colorado this weekend as they go to number 10 Oregon. What, uh, what do you say about that game? So the thing about this, this game, if you break it down, their best player is Travis Hunter. Right. You know, you can look, yep. if you look at the quarterback sure. position, that's fine. We should do our standard. But Travis Hunter is going to be out for three or four weeks of that lacerated liver. He was just so spectacular. When you're playing, a, think about it, Bash. We, when we played, it's like a big game for us. It's like, man, if we played like 75 plays or 80 plays, that was a long game. Yeah. This kid's playing at the average in 160 plays a yeah. game. Amazing. Yeah. That's just unfathomable. I mean, not just playing. I mean, playing at a high level. Yep. Getting interceptions, catching passes, making plays. And he's got to be going for their offense. And if you look at their offensive line, that's their weakest link is in the trenches, offense and defensive play on the offense and defensive lines. And that's going to be the challenge against Oregon. And plus, you're traveling on the road to Austin. That's a tough place to play. And they're very good. Dan Lanning's done a great job recruiting. They're going to be a tough defense. This will be the best, the best defense they face this season. And then Bo Nix is having a heck of a season. Yeah. You, know, you can talk about it. Auburn, he didn't get it done, didn't play well. But for some reason, he goes to Oregon. He's only really had one one bad game, and that was against Georgia in their opener last season. I love I, I love what what Dion has done. But I, you know, we we saw some some. Issues with their team against Colorado State and Oregon's just too good. This is their first road trip, so yeah, I think I think Oregon rolls. What about that? Can Lane Kiffin knock off uh, Nick Saban? Obviously, Ole Miss at uh, number thirteen Alabama this week. I don't think so. You know, Ole Miss is playing well. Obviously, they're undefeated at this point in the season, three and zero. But one thing about Lane Kiffin, if you go back and look at his history, when he's playing against top ranked teams, mm-hmm. he doesn't do very well. And that's one thing, if you look at his entire career, when he's playing against ranked teams, he's like one in like 19 or something like that against top-ranked teams. He just doesn't get the job done. Even though Dart's having a heck of a job, doing a heck of a job, or having a heck of a season so far throwing the football and running the football. One thing about Alabama, you can't count out Nick Saban, but one thing about this season, when I started the season and I had my projections, I had them lower than everybody else. I had Ohio State lower. I had Georgia a little bit lower. The reason why? the quarterback position. That's one position that they didn't have solidified, and they didn't know going into the season. Jalen Milrow is back at the starting quarterback. He was the best quarterback option I think they had anyway. I don't know what they were doing against South Florida. It just didn't make any sense to me. If you look at the way that he played, he wasn't spectacular against Texas, but still on the season, he's got five touchdowns and two picks, but it's the running game that he really ignites this offense. He's spectacular running the football. He's averaging almost five yards per tote, and when the plays break down, unscheduled plays, when you've got to make things happen, he can make things happen where those other quarterbacks couldn't get it done. And my issue with this offense right now is what's what are they going to be? They don't have any identity. You know, you've got a new offensive coordinator. You know, you've got a new quarterback that you're rotating in there. They really don't have an identity on offense. And their offensive line, everybody talks about, well, they've got three guys that are 350 pounds. Those guys cannot block speed, speed rushers off the edge. Mm-hmm. I'm watching their offensive line, and even the South Florida rushers were getting to the quarterback and getting sacks and getting knockdowns. That's their Achilles heel this year is their offensive line. 
Tommy Reese, their offensive quarterback, their offensive coordinator, and their and their quarterbacks right now. They just can't get it going offensively, so they're going to have to rely on their defense this year. We're visiting with two-time Super Bowl champion of the Washington Redskins, Raj. Yep. Uh, not Washington yep. Commanders, but the Washington Redskins they back in the Redskins. Brought to you by Edwards Food, <laughs> yes. Edwards Food Giant and Dugan's Pub. And Lou Holtz, Mark May, number five. You better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. <laughs> that Mark May. That, that, guy, Mark May. that guy. All right, so now, if I'm not mistaken, Mark, don't, don't Ohio State fans hate you? Is it <laughs> absolutely? Speak on that, Mark. And our, and our, and our, hey, hey, think about our National Football Foundation poll badge that we vote in. Yes, the top sixteen. Yes, I had Ohio State at eleven at the beginning of the season, and they won. The oh, I saw oh, that. Yes, Mark Oh, yes, they were so <laughs> mad at you. Yes, well, you've always sort of gone after them. There may be another team you do that with too, but I know that it seems like it's Ohio State is the one you get the most uh, hate from. So you got number six Ohio State. This is a classic game of, of blue bloods against number nine Notre Dame at Notre. Notre Dame, what happens in that game? I'll tell you one thing. Off the record, Coach Holtz is being honored there. Their, their national championship team is being honored in that football oh, cool. game. Cool. And they're honoring us. Yeah, they're honored. He's, he's at the game, and game day's at the game. They called me last night. They're having dinner. And Reese and all the guys are all get together with Coach Holtz, and they're having dinner. And it's one of those things. They called me last night, and they're saying, we wish you were here. It's like, yeah, you wanted me to pick up the check. That's the reason why you were there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but breaking down this game. Look at Ohio State. You know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably the best wide receiver in the nation. We all know that. They have to get in the ball. You can't rely on the quarterbacks of Ohio State. The question is, Notre Dame is tough in the trenches. Notre Dame has always had great offensive lines, but now their defensive line is playing at an extremely high level. I want to see how Ohio State handles being on the road, playing a great competitor, playing a tough physical football team, and see if these quarterbacks can rise to the occasion and play. I don't think they can for four quarters. I think Notre Dame's going to keep it close. And when you've got a quarterback that hasn't thrown an interception the entire season long, and he's a great leader at that position, that's what you need at Notre Dame. And, and right now, they're playing at a very high level. They're not making a lot of mistakes. And I think this is the first time that they've scored 40 points in four consecutive games since Coach Holtz was coaching there. So well, this team is rocking and rolling right now. I like Notre Dame in this, first, in this football game. And I had Coach Holtz on last week in, the show, uh, in our show in Phoenix. He said that Notre Dame will win by ten points. Wow! On the really on the uh, Oakland Sports app, uh, Notre Dame is getting three and a half. Yeah, I mean, so that's based on what you're saying right there. That might be something to touch. I love the quarterback. What are the, what's the nickname for him? He's got the beard. Is Sam Hartman? Yeah, there's a nickname. He kind of looks like Jesus. Jesus. Sam Hartman. Kind of, kind of, kind of, Jesus. Kind of like, yeah, there's a Jesus like reference Jesus to him, and he looks like he's 40 years old, but uh, he he's fits. Been for a while. He fits to be at Notre Dame. But what what a big pickup to get him. Yeah, Slingin' Sammy. I think they're calling him Slingin' Sammy Hartman. Gotcha. Something like that. They're giving him some nickname. But I'll tell you what, he's he's done a, a terrific job. An estimated running back has been phenomenal for them. He's got five rushing touchdowns on the season. This is a complete team, the way that they're playing. And they started off the season, yeah, it was Notre Dame, yeah, it was Tennessee State. But what they did against North Carolina State, they went out and got the job done and took care of business. That's what I like about this football team. They're an even-kill football team, and they're solid at every level. Offense, defense, special teams, they don't make a lot of mistakes. They're a well-coached football team, and they're smart. That's why I think this game may come down to turnovers. How does Ohio State handle adversity, particularly on the road? Because they usually play nobody in, in the, in the right. non-conference schedule. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see. And I just think Notre Dame's got a really good chance in this game, not only because Coach Holtz loves Notre Dame always, but just the way they're playing right now under Marcus Freeman, their head coach, I think they've got a great chance. It's, it's going to be at Notre Dame. It's going to be a late game. It's going to be a later kickoff. It's a 7.30 kickoff. I'm just... I'm, I'm not crazy about Notre Dame, but I just I'm buying this football team just because of the leadership at the quarterback position. Mark, if they let me give the pregame a talk, it will be a win for Notre Dame. That's all I've got to say. I better be the one giving the speech, Mark. I never lose there at home. Wow. Touchdown, Jesus. Uh, wow. let's, uh, what about um, before we let you go? Play like a champion. Play like a champion. <laughs> Play like a champion. That's right. All right. Before we let you go, uh, listen. The Commanders. Your Commanders looking pretty tough. What, what do we think about the commanders? Heck yes, Mark. Heck yes. Our commanders. And then the big blow, obviously, to Dallas with Diggs uh, yesterday lost for the season. Stay out of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah the, the commanders, I, I like the, what they're doing. I like the way that they're fighting. I like what they're doing you know, defensively. Jack Del Rio, their defensive coordinator, is doing a heck of a job. But look who they beat. They beat the Cardinals. Everybody's going to beat the Cardinals. <laughs> That's who the Cowboys <laughs> play this week. So the Cowboys uh, are 12.5-point favorites over them. That's not nearly enough. 24 might not be nearly enough. And then here's, about, here's the other thing about the Cardinals. They're banged up on both sides of the ball. Their only true leader left on the roster, safety Buda Baker, is gone. He's on injured reserve. So right now, their offensive line is beating up. And even though, even though Trayvon Diggs is out with the, with the injury, 
that's a big blow for them. They've got to go out and find a cornerback, and they've got to find somebody at the cornerback position, or they've got to trade for one. Because if they're going to if they're going to make a run of the Super Bowl, they've got to fill that position somehow, some way. Yeah. But the way that they're playing defensively, this offense for the, for the, the Cardinals, their offensive line will not hold up. They will will. Think about this. They beat the Giants forty to nothing. The Giants were outscored by the Cardinals twenty to nothing in the first half and came back and beat them in the second half. Now, how bad of a football team are the Cardinals when you're giving up a 20-point lead in the first half and get beat in the second half at home? Mm. So they're not a very good football team, so I would lead the point to that game. Mark, great stuff as always. Nice. Appreciate nice. you. It's going to be a great weekend of football, both college and pro, and um, hopefully the Hogs will have a, will get out there and give great effort. I know they're, they're outmatched, but uh, hopefully they'll have a great effort game. And we'll talk to you next week, buddy. Thank Thanks, you. Mark. Hey, 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 Baz, we missed you last night. Yeah, Casey and the Sunshine Band doing oh little dance. Gosh, yes. down well, oh, oh my gosh! Yes. Oh my gosh! I hate that I missed that. I, I mean, I can't think of a better band to have at your charity event. I imagine the oh. crowd—it was a big crowd—and they were dancing the whole night. Oh, it was outstanding. They were—they were rocking and rolling the entire night long. People—they just couldn't sit down. It was like it was like going back to the the seventies. People came dressed like like in togas and stuff like that, and they had like nice. the little. Uh, flowers around their head and they had their dashikis and stuff like that it was like one of those things i thought i had a flashback to high school back in the 70s uh, they, yeah they're, they're sold out here at oakland yeah. at, uh, oakland racing casino resort where we, we yeah, a couple or, weeks yeah so that's the, oh you got you hey if they're sold out you i'm telling you what go find a way to get tickets and go because right. it's worth the experience well, right. now, are you always well, guys will be an old miss game for that one so that's when they're that's when yeah, the hogs are playing I'll miss down there so He'll miss it. Are, are you are you are you going to keep your charity in the fall? Because I think the one, one time I went last year, it was spring, right, or summer. Yeah, it's in the summer. We always try to get it in the summer, but it all depends. We can get the tent and the band gotcha, and catering gotcha, and gotcha. all that stuff. Everything's got to fit together. So we try to do it as as much as we can. Sometimes in July, we try to get it done in August, but this year it just fell in September. But we had a, we had a pretty good crowd, and it was a good time last night. Well, I know those folks up there in your hometown and your home area love you and appreciate you. We and, love him. And raising money uh, for, for great calls. And, and uh, you're a good man, Mark. We appreciate it. We're, we're glad to have you on each week. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, right, Mark. Thanks again to Edwards Food Giant and Dukin's Pub for that. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love our man, Josh. Commanders, baby. You know, don't you wish we could just go back to the old days? You had the Cowboys and the Redskins and, just, you know, just... And that's what all those guys want. <laughs> but at least, at least they're playing better, Josh. You can say that. It's, it's better than, 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 than losing, for sure. All right, uh, coming up, we got our next big man will be in the next hour. Six-foot uh, seven, Landon Jackson. I thought Heather Baker was six-foot. But Heather Baker is 5'11". But she said she's going to be 6'2 with heels on today. So get ready, Raj. <laughs> All right, it's been 10 45. As long as we can make it to the show tonight, we're an American man. We're an American man. We're coming to your town. We'll help you party it down. Roger Scott for Corky's Ribs and Barbecue. Are you ready to elevate your next big event? Then look no further than Corky's Ribs and Barbecue for all of your catering and bulk order needs. Corky's is your passport to Flavortown, where everybody's a journey to barbecue bliss. Picture the sweet aroma of our slow-cooked ribs and mouth-watering pulled pork. It's an irresistible experience. Now, what makes Corky's stand out? It's the unbeatable value. The catering and bulk order options are designed to make your wallet as happy as your taste buds. Exceptional quality without breaking the bank. And here's the scoop. Ordering with Corky's is a breeze. Visit Corky'sBBQ.com. Click on the Eat at Corky's tab to find your nearest location. You can also reach us direct in Little Rock at 954-7427 or North Little Rock 753-3737. So whether it's a family reunion, a corporate bash, or just simply a barbecue craving that needs satisfying, Corky's Ribs and Barbecue has got you covered. Don't miss out on the ultimate barbecue experience. Let Corky's Ribs and Barbecue make your event truly unforgettable. Fresh off their summer lineup of convertible sports cars, for September, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas.
Metro Towing and Recovery can handle all your towing needs. With operations all over Central Arkansas, it doesn't matter what your towing needs are, we can handle it. We can tow or haul just about anything from motorcycles to industrial equipment. No matter what your towing needs are, Metro Towing and Recovery can tow your vehicle to where it needs to go and get there safely without you having to worry about any extra damage being caused along the way. For all your towing needs, call Metro Towing and Recovery at 501-225-3974. Since 1976, that's Metro Towing and Recovery. You call and we haul. Dropkick Murphys. Fall Tour 2023. October 3rd, the Theater Simmons Bank Arena. With the Interrupters. Jesse Ahern. Dropkick Murphy's. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. At Reed's Metals in Benton, customer satisfaction is always their top priority, and they're dedicated to providing the highest quality materials available. Ask about metal panel profile offerings with over 20 colors, all backed by a written 45-year S&P paint warranty. Plus, all your roofing accessories, underlayment, insulation, lathing boards, anchor bolts, pipe boots, pole barn kits, and more. Call Reed's Metals in Benton at 501-77-METAL. That's 501-77-METAL. Buy direct and save. ReedsMetals.com. In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Watney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Watney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Watney for Buick, Watney for GMC, Watney for life. Clint Sterner joins Justin and West in the zone courtesy of Motorsports Authority. Motorsports Authority has two great locations with hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Check them out online at msastore.com. Clint Sterner in the zone brought to you by Motorsports Authority on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Your morning drive will never be the same when you have Morning Mayhem on the radio. Welcome back to the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio. Arkansas's only casino resort. And Lou Holtz, Mark May, number five. You better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. Got that wood right here. You know what? I don't know why that played there. Uh, why did that play where it says Steve? Oh, I must have mislabeled the clip. Right on. Right on. Nah, nah, nah. It's, still, it's, still good it's okay. No, it's okay. Rock me gently by who, Raj? Andy Kim. One of uh, Tommy Smith's favorite, along with Karen. Oh, I love this song, don't you? You betcha. Love this song. Absolutely. Come on now. You said 74? 1974. This was number one in the country. Lizzo was not even born. Touching you. So warm and tender. Touching you. Little chainsaw. Rock me gently, everybody. Come on. It's a Friday, last day of summer. Don't you know that I have never been loved like this before? Get your mom on the phone, Jack. Jack it up, Rod. Let's go. Turn it up. Rock me gently. Rock me slowly. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Roger, uh, I've got the Baz's Picks is on the Oakland Sports app. If you go to the Oakland Sports app, right. 
You you log in. I'm at the top. I'm doing the Heisman pose. I These know are my four picks. Howard. Josh, tell me if I'm doing good or not. We got uh, Oklahoma. I like him this week. Okay, Oklahoma. I got is a uh, thirteen and a half point favorite. I, I, I teased that down, Roger. Oregon. I'm taking Oregon minus twenty. That means that Oregon has to win by twenty. You Oklahoma know, on that has... game right there, Baz. That that that, that line has not moved. Yeah, yeah. Since uh, it began, at it, 21. it's twenty one now, and I I got it at twenty early in the week. Oh, did you not? You, did no, you I, not, I did not. I got. I, just, tw- I, I just locked it in. Early. I thought it was always twenty-one. Now, okay. Now Oklahoma, I, I moved it down to thirteen and a half. That was fourteen and a half. They play at Cincinnati. I got Middle Tennessee hosting Colorado State. Middle Tennessee is a, is a three-point favorite. I think Colorado State is going to be gassed after that 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 late loss to uh, okay. Colorado last week. And how would you give on them? Uh, minus three. I you're, got. I, you're giving up three. I'm giving up three. State. Middle Tennessee at home, and then you got LSU at Arkansas. It, it, the line is eighteen, but I moved it down, so I don't win as much money. Because I moved the line down to sixteen and a half. All right, let me can I can I back you up just a second? Yeah. Uh, are you uh, are you giving Colorado three? Yes, Colorado, Colorado State. I mean Colorado State. Yes, okay. Middle Tennessee is the, is the favorite. Okay, by, yes. just check. Just so check. giving Colorado State three. Uh, also, Roger, if you uh, you can get over to the Mainline Sports Bar. You were there yesterday. Dude. What a great place to hang out. You can just keep your app right there. You can get up, go to the sports book there in Mainline Sports Bar. I don't know what else is down there. I've got to try. Chris Ho had mentioned it to me, and I'll try because I tried a, a fantastic salad while I was down there. You know, yes. I've got to pick up my suits today. Yes, I've got a wedding to perform. Uh, but from what I've been is that told, Keegan's? pardon, Keegan's wedding. It's Keegan's wedding. That's exactly right. He and Haley. I'll Very be exciting. performing that wedding. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, from what I'm told, and I will give you the final answer. Hopefully, you and I'll go down there next week to do a little run through yeah, and all that. Bet. Is that Oakland and Chris was high on them? The best wings. Yeah, no, 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 no. Wayne Smith has been all over the wing deal. I hadn't seen him. It's, it's, I got to see him. They got great food. It's great environment. Oh, so yeah. this is the time, you know, with uh, you got football Monday night, Thursday night, college as well. You know, all this weekend, you go to the sports book. They actually have a sports book in Mainline Sports Bar. Anyway, I'm just uh, hopefully my picks yeah. will come true. They'll they'll uh, they'll be good picks, and uh, you can follow me there on the Oakland Sports app. So excited about that. Right. Uh, also, Roger, do you want to say uh, I, I was out uh, at uh, Fletcher Dodge yesterday. Yeah. Zippy said they sold your uh, your vehicle that you. Uh, you've been driving absolutely. So I just turned mine in yesterday. So yeah. the white charger, you can buy my white charger that now is uh, at the place at Fletcher, and they gave me the. Uh, I'm driving the Jeep Cherokee. I love it. Are my really? gosh, yes. Well, you've always liked that. Oh, you talking about roomy? Well, it's, wow. it, it, it's tight as yeah, well. You know, it's the, the, the one that they sold uh, of mine that was tight. What I have right now is an Envision, and it is fantastic. You know, you can't even shift that thing until you put your seatbelt on. Is that That's right? Safety. That's good. You know, every morning now because I, you know, I had the, the incident with the deer, you know, the deer are on alert. I'm going down rest and they're all stop. They're all looking. Today, they were on each other looking at me. Right? We're not going anywhere. Basil, get on past. You already took one of us out this week. You remember coming around the corner, I think it's Energy Way to Ricky Bobby yes. Way. Yes, And I don't know if you saw any deer, but it's it's pitch black going to uh, the track. I saw deer on both sides. Uh, I laid on my horn the minute I came around yeah, that corner and creeped on through to let them come out. Because I didn't want to have an incident. Hey, coming up, we got six foot seven Landon Jackson, who used to play at LSU two years ago. He's going down there this year. I'm, I'm anxious to see what he's got to say about Absolutely. that. Uh, you got Danny West coming up. You got uh, Heather Baker. Heather Baker. Heather Baker. Uh, RJ Hall calling in today. Uh, Jennifer, who was uh, runner up in the Master Chef competition, is coming by as well. So we got a lot of show to go. Eight o'clock. Say, hey now, Roger Scott here to talk to you about Sigma Supply Packaging Products. Times are crazy, man. Gas prices are through the roof. Grocery store prices are out of control. And if you're a business owner, you're scratching your head thinking, what could be next? Well, next is you call David Breitenberg, the sales manager at Sigma Supply Packaging Products. David and his team of problem solvers will analyze your packaging and shipping methods and see how they may be able to help you cut costs and take some of the stress away. They've got a 